Welcome to the study podcast. We are here to encourage and to equip the church that people would fall in love with Jesus and better serve him today. Well, today we're going to ask the question, why do we work? And uh, how do we view work? For most of us, work takes up most of our time, um, most of our days, our years, and throughout our life, uh, we will find ourselves working with our hands, uh, whether it's sitting at a computer, typing out different uh, spreadsheets, uh, whether it's in an architecture firm uh, creating buildings, uh, whether it's an electrician uh, wiring a house or uh, setting up power plants, whether it's a bus driver being stuck in traffic uh, trying to get to his next pick, or uh, whether you're working at Subway or a convenience store, you will most likely, through a large portion of your life, work. Well, where did work come from, and why do we need to work? What uh, work am I called for? What work am I gifted for? And, uh, of course, what work am I willing to do? Um, you know, these are these are huge questions of today. Um, where can we find fulfillment in work? You know, all these questions and more fill our, our churches, our culture, our mind, uh, whether you're a, a high school graduate just coming out of um, school and you're looking for your first job, or whether you're in school and still working your first job, um, whether you're halfway through your life and you've you know maybe worked at one or two different places or like me I'm uh, I've worked at well, maybe five or six different places throughout my life from uh, convenience uh, stores to movie stores um, down to um, hospitals to even working in ADA service uh, helping uh, disabled people get around uh, to even um, uh, just a, a front desk in at a at a hotel uh, we all need to work, um, and we all work. Uh, so why? <laughs> well, uh, really, I wanted to take a little bit of time today and look at the Old Testament. Uh, this will actually be, uh, as far as I know, a four-part series of work. Uh, um, so first and foremost, we come to see that God has given us work. Uh, we read in Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work and to keep it. God placed Adam in the garden and gave the man purpose and mission. He was to work and to keep the garden. God has given humanity a mission and a purpose. He has given us work to do. When it comes to Genesis uh, 3, we see why work might be a little bit more difficult here. Let me get over to the passage. Uh, in Genesis three, eighteen through 19, it says, um, Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face... You shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. So we see that, you know, before work was totally something that man was designed for, man, and is still designed for, but we see that work became 
harder because of the curse, because of sin and because of disobedience and rebellion against God, we see that work was cursed in a way. Um, thorns and thistles came out in the garden formed by God and the ground was cursed. And that's in Genesis um, Genesis 17, the verse above, that the ground is cursed because of you, because of rebellion. Um, so we see that God has given us work, but because of the fall, it has been cursed. Um, sweat and dust and death have come to creation. So what does that leave us with? Well, first we need to understand that work comes with rest. I want to point us back to Genesis 2. And then uh, Genesis 2 says uh, in verse 1 and 2, This, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work that he had done. Now we see that God worked, but God rested too. And, uh, you know, not that, you know, God gets exhausted, God is all-powerful, but this really points us to the fact that, you know, we are nothing greater than the Almighty. We are made in His image, and if God rested, and rested in the fact that His creation was good, that we need to rest in the fact of, you know, is our work good? And are we doing what God has created us to be doing? As the nation of Israel was first gathering insights of the Lord as they were out Mount Sinai, they're told in Genesis, or not, sorry, not Genesis, next book, in Exodus 20, um, verse 9 and 10. Uh, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord our God, and on it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourners who is within your gates. So it's pretty extensive. You are not to work. You are to work with your hands for six days, labor, you are to do all of that, and then on the seventh day, you are to rest and do no do no work. No one was to work, and, and that's, that's for Israel. I'm just uh, using that as an example that, you know, God has made us uh, not just do work and work and keep on working, but that rest is also a very uh, evident thing in the uh in the old testament and in the new testament that we uh, will get to in later um podcasts um i also want to point out that work uh, made the tabernacle um but the lord actually gave the skill and you can read that in exodus uh 36 2 um that the Lord had put skill into everyone's who heart was stirred up and to come and do um, do the work um, of those specific people that built the tabernacle. 
uh, and in more commands of the Old Testament, from the Old Testament, Israel is told not to hold on to wages. Um, so, uh, for people that might employ others, uh, we are told, um, you know, to give. I mean, in laws today, um, we are told to give employees their their share. Uh, you shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wage of a hired worker shall not remain with you all the night until morning. Um, so just different things that um, say, you know, hey, you need to you need to work well and rest well, but you also um, employers need to not hold on to people's wages. Uh, numbers. 28, 26, we come to um, the fact that we give our fruit, our first fruits over to the Lord, and um, really in a section of of saying, you know, also their grain offerings and fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each bowl and two-tenths of one ram. I am reading the wrong section. Uh, <laughs> on the day of first fruits, when you offer a grain offering of new grain to the Lord, uh, the feast of weeks, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. So even on the day of first fruits, uh, Israel was told not to work, but also to uh, celebrate in the fact that even God has given you a job, and the job that you have um, to... Um, uh, to thank him and um you know really in um giving um giving to churches and and tithing is is something that you know and and we need to do it you know we need to uh give out of what god has given us uh in order to uh go forward and because making the gospel going forward is and should be our main priority in helping our local churches or even um, missionaries that you know, giving to them and everything uh, to help them uh, in allowing the work of the Lord to go forward in um, financially supporting people. Um, and then uh, we come to this awesome passage, which is uh, Deuteronomy 4, uh, 25 through 31. I, I won't read all of that here today. Um but mainly it tells tells of Israel's history, or future, I apologize. Uh, it is the Lord talking about how, and I'll just point out some, so talking about, you know, the fact that they will be, um, be told to serve gods of wood and stone. Um, and... Excuse me. So, um, when your father's children and children's children have grown old in the land, uh, you will act corruptly by making carved image in the form of any thing, and by doing what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God, so provoking him to anger. Um, so mainly that, you know, in, in latter days, God's saying that they will do that, and then even after um, the Lord drives them out, in verse 27, 
Uh, you come to verse 28, where there you will serve gods of wood and stone and the work of human hands. So we come to a, another fact that um, we can see that you know work has been given to us by God, but that we in rebellion against God have come to worship what we make. And we see that work has its place, but it is not it is not God. And um, we see that uh, even in this passage, we we really uh, come to see that you know wood and stone. Um, a, a lot of people uh, see that. Well, I need to work well so I can provide for my family. Um, and and we'll get into this a little bit more about some misquoted verses that I've uh, seen and been uh, made aware of uh, through friends of you know how work is deemed um i i wouldn't say like people deem it as god but uh people definitely worship it in a way that um you know it's not full on like oh we're part of the caste system and and everything like other countries deal with but it's full on like if you don't work uh you're really uh downcast even within um the culture of you know and and pointing back to my my other latest podcast of how do you find value is that your value is in your creator in the fact that you are a mago day you are made in the image of god uh your value is found that you know jesus christ loves you and forsake all the riches in heaven and became poor and was born a babe and grew into a man pleasing both god and man and fulfilling the law and he was crucified on that cross 2000 years ago um to die for everyone's sin and that if you trust in him and rest in the fact that he has provided his way your way to heaven that you can know that and know that for certain today that that's of greatest value you know and but we encourage you to work with your hands to labor but to also rest and to give your first fruits back to the Lord and to um, be about his glory and his will in your life today. And uh, thank you for taking the time to listen in and have a blessed day.